Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's a 34-yard field goal attempt. Five seconds to go. Here we go. Snaps it back. Ball down. Hopkins into it. Flag down. Kick is up. And the kick is good! With two seconds left. And Dustin Hopkins puts the Browns ahead 13-10. Listen to Brown Stadium. Unbelievable. Victory Monday again (laughs) for the third week in a row. You get a fast car. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Yeah, we make a big deal about our Victory Mondays around here, probably because we've had so few of them since 1999. Right. (laughs) So when we get one, and when we have a year like we're having this year, I think you got to celebrate it. 100%. And Bill, you manifested this win. Coming into this weekend, I was... I was not there. I mean, I told you, I keep the Browns at an arm's length because if you don't let them too close, they can't hurt you, right? So I was looking at this game. I was like, it's going to be what it's going to be. I'm going to watch it with my family. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not looking for them to win. And then they did. And you were like the the only person in my world who believed that they would. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not like I'm Nostradamus or anything like that. It's just I had a feeling that this city was going to rally around this team, especially with all the injuries that we've had over the past few weeks and months and, you know, with Nick Chubb and now Deshaun Watson. And then when you factor in how emotional it's been this year with the voice of the Browns, Jim Donovan and his fight with leukemia, and he was back uh, in the broadcast booth yesterday. It just feels like a special year and, and a team that Usually you watch the the Browns fold like a house of cards every single week. (laughs) Right. If it's ever coming down to the last 10 seconds, it never ends in our favor. Exactly. And it's a team that has faced so much adversity, you would think they would just fall over, but they don't. They're so resilient and they just keep fighting until... The final buzzer, and uh, and there you go, another win. Our third victory Monday in a row. So yesterday, yeah, the vibe in the city was incredible. Yesterday, I was at the Muni lot, and I was I wasn't there partying. I didn't have one beer <laughs> yesterday. Are you sure your pictures look pretty rowdy? Yeah, well, I was uh, recording audio for the show. We're going to play Muni lot match game a little bit later on this morning, and everybody. Everybody there was having a good time and willing to help, and uh, and everybody was was just so nice uh, in the Muni lot yesterday. But then it continued 
uh, throughout the afternoon. And then uh, so the, the entire stadium is packed and the Browns do this thing where they have like a celebrity come out and then they've got the guitar. They smash the guitar. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday that was Jim Donovan. Yeah. What a nice moment. And here, here's how that sounded yesterday with the crowd going nuts and, and Jimmy coming out with the guitar. For the second time, Jim Donovan has smashed that guitar, and this crowd is going nuts. Someone got nine in there. What's going on in here? And uh, Nick Chubb was there yesterday, too. It was just the best. It was great vibes all around. This is the audio of Jim's, uh, I think it's the first play call from yesterday, and that was kind of emotional as well. In the shotgun, takes the snap, looks, screen pass set up, near side left, bubble screen over the 40, out to the 42-yard line as he dumped it off to the left sideline. You can hear the people outside our booth right now acknowledging the return of the GOAT, the voice Jim Donovan. What an environment we got here. Unbelievable. That's awesome. And then the Cavs won last night, too. (laughs) Just an incredible day for... For Cleveland. We're for, winning. For sports fans everywhere. Um, I went out to dinner with some friends on Saturday night, and I met a listener of our show. Oh, no way. While we were out to eat, and they had some nice things to say about our show. Hopefully. And also, one very, they had a critique, okay. let's say. Okay. They have a suggestion on how, on how things could be better. Uh, we'll get into that next. It's the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So, Morgan, I was out to dinner on Saturday night with some friends. And we had just sat down. We ordered some drinks. We had drinks at the table. And so it wasn't like someone came up to the table and interrupted our meal. But they, uh, we, we only had drinks at the time. But this woman came up. And she introduced herself. She said, hi, my, are you Bill from Q104? And I said, yes, I am. And she said, my name is Janet. And she's so nice. And she said, I, I listen to you and Morgan every morning. I really, really enjoy the show. But then she said, I do have one critique of the show. <laughs> Just one? Just This is the only one that she brought up. Okay. She said, I, she said, I follow you guys on Instagram mm-hmm. as well at the Q morning show. And mm-hmm. she said, I cannot stand that when you guys do your videos together, when, when it's the two of you talking about something on the show, mm-hmm. she said, the two of you look terrible. We do in look those terrible videos. in those videos. There's oh, so, no question. <laughs> so you agree with Janet? Yeah, I do. Have you seen them? No, I've seen them. I think, yeah, I don't love the way that our videos look, but we're, but it's hard because this is like a learning curve for us. This is new. It's going to be a lot of trial and error. I mean, even just looking at the one that, that we just posted, your face is so close to the camera. Okay. I don't think she was talking about that one because she had a specific complaint. Okay. She said, why can't you dress up if you know that you're going to be on camera? Oh, Okay. Oh, whatever. Give me a break, Janet. She's like, Bill, you're wearing a hat all the time and a hoodie. She's like, do you only wear hats and hoodies with Cleveland stuff on it? Yes. (laughs) And next question. Yeah. 
<laughs> and she said, and Morgan looks like she just rolled out of bed. She has glasses on. She's always wearing an oversized sweatshirt. What's the problem, Janet? You sound like a Karen. She says that if you, if we come to work, we should dress up a little bit. We should dress up when we come to work and have some pride in what we're doing. And I'm But try- how does how does me wearing a sweater mean I don't have pride in what I'm doing? Because that's not the impression that she's getting by I'm watching our videos. I'm not a television host. I'm a radio host. If I wanted to wear a face full of makeup at 6 a.m. every morning, I would be on a different morning show. Well, you should have been there to argue with Janet. I would have. Because <laughs> I kind of said the same thing. I said, well, I said the same thing. Radio. I said, we're in radio, not television, Janet. She's like, well, then why do videos? She's like, why do you post videos on your Instagram if you don't care what you look like? I'm, I'm like, kind of getting like we're being shamed for our appearance, oh, which she, is definitely a little rude. She was definitely shaming us. And then I, I came up with this. I was like, well, you know, it's, we get up so early. It's four o'clock in the morning, you know, to save time. You know, I, I'm sure in Morgan's case, like I, I didn't want to have to de- to make it sound like I was defending you, but I was trying to defend you. I said, you know, Morgan, it, w- it would take quite a bit of time for her to put on makeup right. and, and everything else. And it's just easier to. Put on some comfortable clothes and come in in the morning. Right. And and she's like, I she's like, I just don't agree. I, I don't see what's wrong, Bill, with you putting on a button up shirt or an, an, a shirt with a collar. And like we only see each other. Like if we don't right. see anybody else in the building and I'm sorry, I'm just not going to go out of my way to impress you, Bill, at five o'clock in the morning. Right. But Janet's argument is, well, that's fine if it's just the two of you, but you're putting out these videos. But I don't understand what's wrong with the clothes I'm wearing in my videos. I'm not wearing pajamas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wearing an oversized sweatshirt because it's. 37 degrees outside right now, Janet. Janet thinks that we're not trying hard enough with our wardrobe. I have dress pants on right now. Dress pants and a black... What is this? It's a shawl? No, it's a a shawl. What are you... What area are you living in? This is like a turtleneck sweater and black sweatpants... Or not sweatpants, dress pants. Now, why did you get dressed up today? Honestly, I wear this all the time. I wear these dress pants all the time. You just don't see them in the video. Maybe Janet hasn't seen enough of our videos, though. Ooh, I didn't expect to get so heated. I need to calm down. It's too early for this. But you're right. In our most recent video, because we are experimenting with the camera a little bit, in our most recent video, you only see our head. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what we wear. So, yeah, if maybe that's maybe that'll be a positive thing. If they can get that right. worked out where it's just our heads, right. then nobody's going to care what we're, what we're wearing. I'm sorry. I don't know. If I was there, I would have had the battle royale with her. Well, it got into, after Janet left, and, and we did leave on good terms, um, it, it became a discussion at the table between my wife and, and our friends about my wardrobe in particular. Like right now, what I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing a Cavs hat, or excuse me, a, a, a Browns, Browns hat, hat yeah. and a Browns hoodie. I look like I went to the game yesterday and then just came straight to work. <laughs> but I it's mean, Victory I, Monday. Who cares? Everyone in here is wearing <laughs> Browns gear. I know, but the point that my wife is trying to make and, and my friends were piling on is that I have dressed the same way since I was 12 years old. <laughs> I wear Cleveland gear and it's usually hoodies and a hat and I've been doing that. I did it through high school, I did it through college and I've done it all my life and here I am, a grown man 
and now I'm filming videos and putting them out on Instagram, and and I guess I'm, I mean, I thought I was showing my Cleveland pride, right? But I, I don't know. let the haters hate. Live your best life. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting over here trying to figure out how on earth Janet expects me to put contacts in at 4.30 in the morning. Why are my glasses a problem? I have glasses. I'm just happy that she's watching the videos. (laughs) 216-474-1104. If you have any comment on that, uh, do you think we look fine in our videos? Did you even know we were making videos? (laughs) Did you even know we had an Instagram account? 216-474-1104. Great to have you here this morning. Q104. No, Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. It's rolling up on 630 here. Danielle's on the phone. Danielle, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good morning. I've been better, Danielle, to be honest, (laughs) after hearing what uh, a listener told Bill this weekend. Well, I would too because I I don't I don't think that it matters what you wear to work, especially when you are on the radio. Um, I mean, this kind of makes me think of like when my grandmother used to comment about how like people with tattoos should have them covered up at work. Like having a tattoo makes any difference on whether or not you're good at your job or a good person. Like I don't think it matters what you wear to work. Right, Danielle, but just playing devil's advocate here and and trying to defend Janet's perspective. Right now, Danielle, I could be wearing a penguin suit or and 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 you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what I'm wearing right now. Janet's point is when we put out the videos on Instagram, she thinks why don't we get dressed if we're going to put out a video we should look the part. We should we should dress okay. to impress. I, and I know like this is maybe different for women, but like you're saying, I have to put on makeup and put and take my glasses off, and and that's my level of success. Like I find that so rude. I don't. I still don't think it matters. Like even if you are on video, I mean that's what I feel like. This day and age, that's what most of our videos are like trying to portray is just mm-hmm. like realism and like who we are like you see all these mom videos of moms like showing their house when it's a mess and stuff because like why are we trying to pretend to be something that we're not like i don't know i guess you know it's it's like respectful if you're going to a wedding or you're going you know you're to a business you're in a meeting job where or you something have to, like, dress up or something but like if you're just sitting around chatting it's a ra- it's a radio show like Relax, have fun. <laughs> That's why I agree with you, Danielle, yes. on this point, because this is what I wear all the time. I wear Browns hoodies and Cavs hats like all the time. And, and like I just was telling Morgan, I've been doing that since I was in high school. Right. Like I, I don't I don't understand just because I'm making a video that I'm going to all of a sudden I'm going to dress up for that. Right. And change me because this radio show, we're trying to make it all all about authenticity. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. What you're listening to right now is who we are as people, and this is the way that we dress yep. every day, too. Sure is. I wear these <laughs> pants three times a week, baby. <laughs> well, we should get into that. Like, how many times <laughs> How many times do you wash your jeans and your hoodies? Because oh, for me, it's, it's not much. Danielle, thank you. Where are you off to this morning? Thank you. Um, I'm actually on my way home from work. Oof. Okay. I could never do a third shift. I could never. And what are you wearing? Um, I am wearing scrub bottoms and a t-shirt and a sweater, a cardigan. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess you're in the medical profession, unless you're just really, really comfortable in scrubs. 
Kind of. I, I mean, I'm not in. The, I'm actually not in the medical profession. I'm actually. I am a birth and postpartum doula. So um, oh, that's I work. Amazing. So when I yeah. So when I'm working with babies in the evenings, I'm usually I wear my scrub bottoms and a sweatshirt. Don't let Janet see you, or she will publicly <laughs> shame you. Yeah, I go to work and I, I always I always laugh and say, listen, just it's like me and a baby all night long. That's what they they don't care what my hair looks like. They yes. don't care if I'm wearing makeup. True. <laughs> what matters is if I do it. Good job. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. We appreciate you listening this morning. Thanks. Have a good day. Good to hear from you, and happy Thanksgiving as well. You too. Bye-bye. Let's do a Hollywood Dirt Sheet next, Morgan. Yeah. What do you got coming up? Uh, did you know the Billboard Music Awards were last night? Totally forgot. <laughs> I did you. I didn't even know until literally about 15 minutes ago. So, Will you update us? Of course I will. Yeah, it was the hot show last night. <sighs> Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Victory Monday with the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. We're going to play the Munilot match game coming up in about 10 minutes or so. All things entertainment right now. Let's get you caught up with what you missed over the weekend in the world of entertainment, which for me and Morgan, it seems like it was a lot. If Is that miss, sarcastic? If we missed the Billboard well, Music Awards. I think everybody missed the Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> you know why? Everybody in Cleveland. It wasn't um, broadcast on television this year. Oh, well, then I feel totally fine about it. Yeah, I was wonder. I was like, how did we miss this? How did we not see all the buzz? And then I saw that it was streamed online. Oh. And I was like, and, and even like the red carpet wasn't a red carpet. It looks worse than our Instagram videos, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, forget it. I'm not going out of my way to stream the Billboard right. Awards. Well, Taylor Swift won 10 awards, bringing her total career wins to 39. Drake won five awards, bringing his total career wins to 39 as well. Um, Morgan Wallen won the most awards last night with 11. Um, Taylor Swift won top artist. Morgan Wallen won top male artist. Mariah Carey won the Chart Achievement Award for her hit, All I Want for Christmas is You. And that's pretty much it. So, sounds like we didn't really miss all that much. I'm fine with it then. Speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, this weekend she postponed a show in Brazil due to extreme conditions and a fan passing away right before the show. This is a really sad story, but Taylor Swift postponed her concert in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, on Saturday due to extreme temperatures, citing concern for the safety of fans, crew, and performers. The decision also came after the tragic death of one of her fans, 23-year-old Ana Clara Benvenides uh, Machado, that was uh, following Friday's concert. Uh, Swift expressed her devastation and grief over the loss on Instagram, stating she was shattered. Uh, the postponed concert has been rescheduled for today, and all tickets are still good for the new date. And Ashlyn Harris is denying cheating allegations on Allie Krieger. So former soccer player Ashlyn Harris set the record straight on Instagram over the weekend following the rampant rumors that she had cheated on her ex-wife. The retired athlete, who is now dating actress Sophia Bush, denies she was ever unfaithful to Allie and told the trolls to back off. She said, let me be clear, I did not step out on my marriage. Uh, fans seemed to take a cue from Allie when she posted that she was in her Beyonce lemonade era on Instagram, which do you understand the reference? I know that wasn't that the name of the album? Lemonade was the name of a Beyonce album, and the whole album was about Jay-Z cheating on oh, her. Oh, that's right, yes. And that was right after the first pictures of Ashlyn and Sophia 
came out. So everyone was like, obviously, this is saying something, right? But according to Ashlyn Harris, it's not true. The drama, it never stops. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. There was no drama in the Muni lot yesterday. It was just a bunch of people having a great time before the Browns game. We're going to play the Muni lot match game next. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show on Victory Monday. It's Morgan, it's Bill, it's producer Stevie joining us in studio. Stevie, hi. Good morning. Good morning. Stevie, where did you watch the Browns game yesterday? Nowhere. You didn't watch it, did you? I checked my phone to see the score. (laughs) I don't have cable, so I can't watch it. What were you doing yesterday? Cleaning and decorating for Christmas. There you go. Okay. It's acceptable. I was being productive. Is your tree up? It is It's acceptable then. Did you get your tree up over the weekend morning? Absolutely I did. It's on our Instagram at the Q Morning Show. It's part of our pick six. Okay. I'm in no hurry to get my Christmas decorations up. We'll get into this later though, Morgan. I've got a whole thing on that. Uh, Let's play Muni Lot Match Game right now so you can play at home as well. So I went to the Muni Lot yesterday. To be, I just wanted to be downtown. I would, wanted to be part of the vibe in the atmosphere before the game, and uh, I'm glad I did because it's always fun. And I want to go to the Muni Lot to party, though. That's what I want to do. Like I'm always going down there to get audio for the show. I'm never actually going down there and and pregame. I mean, I would like to think that doing <laughs> both at the same time could like yield a, a happy, positive result. It could. Maybe someday. Someday <laughs> that'll happen. So uh, you're going to meet all of our contestants here. Uh, from the Muni lot that I met yesterday. Um, so I, I'm actually going to go to me yesterday, Kay. if that makes sense. Yeah, let's hear it. And uh, then you guys will come back, and then you guys will have your guests for the uh, for the Muni lot match game. Kay. All right, so let's go to Bill, me, from yesterday. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Bill. It is Bill from yesterday, and I am right here in the middle of the Muni lot right now. It is 46 degrees. It is brisk. I think we have wind coming out of the north. But it is game day in the land! Woo! Who am I with right now? You are with Ava Peterlin. Hi, Ava. We're going to play Muni Lot Match Game right now. So I'm going to give you a two-word phrase, okay? okay? One of those words is going to be blank. You okay. just tell me the first word that comes to your mind, okay? All right. So here we go. Your phrase is baby blank. Baby blank. You hold on to your answer. We're going to send it back to the studio right now to get the answer from the contestants. All right, Stevie and Morgan. <laughs> Baby Blank. Do I really have to say the first one that came I to my mind? I don't want to go with the first one that came to mind either. I'll go with the second. No, yeah, you, me too. You don't have to go with the first thing that came to your mind. Okay. You want to match Ava. Okay. So whatever you think Ava said is what oh, you should I write don't down. Know. Okay. So Stevie, you said what? I also put Baby. Baby, baby, baby? Yeah, I was, I was singing Britney Spears. Oh. <laughs> what do you have, Morgan? Bottle. Baby, baby bottle. bottle. Oh, that's a good one. All right, let's go back down to Bill at the Muni Lot to see what Ava said. All right, back here in the Muni Lot with Ava. We're going to get her answer right now. Baby blank. What do you got, Ava? Baby mama. Baby mama. Oh. No. Not a match. <laughs> I told you I'm bad at this game. I actually like your answer. Because when I... Baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Is that how you heard it? Yes. In my head, I was saying it like that. <laughs> All right. Let's find another contestant then at the Muni lot. What's your name? Cameron Briggs. Cameron. It's game day, Cameron. Woo! 
Your word is happy blank. Happy blank. Don't answer yet. We'll send it back to the studio to get an answer from our contestants. Happy blank. Okay, I got it. Day. Stevie says happy day. What do you say, Morgan? I was going to elaborate a little on Stevie's and say happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, let's go back to the Muni lot. All right, happy Blake. What do you got? I'm going to go happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. That also came to my mind, but I didn't think she would say it, so I didn't. Good answer, though. Good answer. One more chance to get a match here in our first round of the Muni lot match game. Let's go back down to the Muni lot. What's your name? Hallie Wigless. Hallie, how do you feel about a Browns win today? Feel amazing. Woo! All right, Muni lot match game. Two-word phrase, I'm going to give you blank bread. Blank bread. Hang on. We'll send it back to the studio to get an answer, and then we'll come back and get get her answer. Blank bread. I said white. White, white bread. bread. White okay. bread. All right. What do you got, Morgan? I said buttered. Buttered bread. That's good. Let's see if you made a match <laughs> at the Muni lot. All right. Blank bread. What do you got? I'm going to go banana bread. Banana uh, bread. Uh, <laughs> I should have said Gilmore last round. <laughs> well, well, we blew it. Not today. Yeah, you know who didn't blow it, though? The Browns. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was waiting for your answer. Uh, <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now with the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So we know over the weekend that Morgan was feeling festive and she got her tree up. Sure did. The lights on. You got the lights strung oh, up. Oh, yeah. Everything is ready to go. But also over the weekend, she jumped into something else very exciting and very festive. It was very exciting. What was that? Uh, we had our food tasting for wedding number two, David and I. So what is a food tasting? Because I, I, don't, I don't know anything about this. Obviously, I'm married. Right. But, but you eloped. Right. 
So there was no, the only food tasting that we did was just every meal that we ate while we were in Las Vegas. <laughs> that was, and it was delicious. Right. So I don't, why do you have a food tasting in advance? Um, okay. So, you know, we're getting married at Windows on the River here, downtown Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So they send you, because all the vendors are in-house, which is great. That's like part of the reason why we picked it, because I didn't want to have to be finding a place to get the food and a place to get the cake and a place to get everything else. With Windows, it was like, one-stop shop, you're done. I was like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. So basically, they have a menu of of like seven or eight different options, but you only get three. So we were going back and forth with uh, the lady that we're working with, and we had to give them our top four choices. And then yesterday, we or Saturday, we got to taste test them so we could figure out what our wedding menu is going to be. So people pick what food they want to eat at your wedding. Okay. The, why do you have to taste it, though? Because I have to make sure that it's good. I know, but I'm the one that's going to be eating it. I know, but there's, I more be than, there's more than one option. You're still going to pick. Shouldn't so, I be tasting? No. <laughs> no, they can't have every guest there to <laughs> taste their own dinner. Um, but I should have posted a better um, picture. Let me send you the picture of all four of them mm-hmm. so that you can look. But basically, um, you know, because typically at a wedding you have a fish, a red meat, and like a chicken. And then obviously a vegetarian and or vegan option. There's no rigatoni? Uh, not for me, no. I, f- I feel like every wedding that I went to... From kid until like my mid twenties, it felt like there was always rigatoni. Yeah, well, I think that's more popular at like the weddings that have like a buffet style dinner. Yeah, we don't have that. Okay. Yeah, so you have to pick in advance. So take a look, Bill, because you're gonna have to choose from this big old prime rib that was the size of my head, this bruschetta chicken, which was just. Oh, unbelievable. And then we have blackened grouper, which was mm-hmm. also very good. And I hate fish. And it was just, oh, it was so good. So when do I have a chance to choose what I want to eat? When you RSVP. Okay. So there's going to be a menu in there? Yes. So basically, I'll send you a link. You will be able to RSVP for the wedding, whether you're coming or not. And then also on that same page, you pick what food you want. So it will say beef chicken or fish, or then it will say vegetarian or vegan, and you pick which one you want. So in this link that I'm going to click on to choose what I want to eat, is there going to be video of you and David tasting all the food? <laughs> no. Well, how? Why I, are you being such a diva about coming I'm, to my wedding? I'm not being a diva, but You're I'm saying- You're kind of being a bridezilla. If you did- <laughs> You're being a guestzilla right now. <laughs> if you did a food tasting, I want to know what your reviews are of the food so I can properly choose what I want to eat based on your reaction to what you tasted. Right. Well, I did send you- I sent you more <laughs> BTS pictures so you can actually see which one looks the most appealing to you. Hmm. Oh, that prime rib does look good. Oh, it was so good. Everything was so good you're gonna be fine no matter what you eat but wow it, okay. it just got the excitement back up you know because i haven't been excited for this second wedding right because it's a lot it's planning it's money we're already married so i'm like what's the point but being in the space trying the food tasting how good it all was it got me excited again so we're on the right track there you go and one thing you can check off that list exactly the menu is done check we're getting married again. <laughs> 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 We're 
planning again. It's going to be fun. And it's gonna. I think it's going to go by sooner than you think. I know. It really is. What is it now? Like seven months away? Yeah. But here we are Thanksgiving week. Right. Already it's going to be a busy week. And already the week is off to a bad start for Thomas, who listens to our show. And he got in touch with us over the weekend for Am I the Bleep Hole? What did he do? Well, you're, yeah, he's going to tell you exactly what he did on Saturday. He did this on Saturday. Got this in past touch with Saturday. us. Right. Okay. Yeah, and getting in touch with us this morning, he wants to know, am I the bleep hole? That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. Am I the bleep hole? This is something we do on Mondays around here. And kicking off Thanksgiving week, too. So if there's something going on in your world where you've done something or you've said something that it's coming back to you, and now you have this inkling, this feeling that you might be a bleep hole, you come to us, present your case, and we'll try to help you figure it out. Thomas is with us this morning. Thomas is in Olmstead Falls. Thomas, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good morning. Good. How are you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Tell us why you think you might be a bleep hole. Well, so over the weekend, my in-laws came into town, and they're going to be staying with us for the week because it's, you know, Thanksgiving. Fun. Yeah, and and they drove in uh, on Saturday from Illinois, and they showed up on my front porch with three suitcases and their dog, a seven-pound <laughs> Maltese. And, like, my reaction was like, dude, th- this is not good. Like, what's your dog doing here? Because they said nothing about bringing their dog. They Not not my wife didn't tell me. And so I told them, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're like, your dog can't stay here. Like, you need to find, like, a border or something like that. And so Saturday didn't go super well. Like, my mother-in-law was, like, threatening to get back in the car and drive to Illinois. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, no. Like, dude, it was just a threat. She's not going to drive five hours and missing your grandchildren. I knew she was just threatening stuff. But, like, my, my, my wife is just over here, like, pleading with me to, like, make an exception. And she's like, you know, that's just the dog. That's just Slippery Joe. You know, I'm like, I, dude, I know that dog. That is an old dog. That dog chews stuff up and barks all the time. And I don't... I just don't want to deal with any damage in my house or any poop in my backyard and, or, like, whatever I'll have to deal with. So, like, my father-in-law, who's, like, he's generally, like, a quiet guy. He doesn't say that much. But, like, he calls around and finally finds a border with, like, some space. And so, like, we drove over and we dropped off the dog. And so yesterday I managed to, like, avoid everyone because, like, I'm kind of, like, I, wa- I went over to my buddy to watch the Browns game. And I got up early and went to work. Before I had to see anyone, my mother-in-law are just super, super pissed at me. And, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm 100% right here. You just don't show up to someone's someone's house, like especially someone who's allowing you to stay in their house for a week and bring a dog without saying anything. So, like, I mean, they're acting like I'm the bleephole here, but, like, I don't think I am. Well, this is going to be a fun Thanksgiving week for you. <laughs> deep breaths, deep breaths. I mean, it's only Monday. You've got the rest of the week to get through. Like, I know you've managed to avoid them. So your mother-in-law obviously thinks you're a bleephole. Did you say your wife is, is upset at you as well? 
Well, see, I've got my theories, and my wife might be out because she didn't tell my wife they were bringing the dog either. And, like, my wife has, like, picked out our furniture. She doesn't want our furniture getting chewed on. But at the same time, that's her mom. You know what I mean? So she's going to side with her mom. So, like, she's not seeing it as, like, this situation that I just fixed. She's seeing it as I made her mom mad. Also, it can't be cheap to board your dog the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, for last a second whole week, like that too. Well, I mean, it can't be cheap to replace furniture after a dog chews it up. Okay, yeah, I see we have two sides to the story here. 216-474-0104. You tell us, do you think Thomas is the bleep hole? His in-laws showed up at his house with their... They're seven-pound mouth. It's only a seven-pound dog. It's a little dog. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a small dog. It's a small dog, but it's an old dog. Like, it's a dog that notably has chewed stuff up. Okay. And Thomas has insisted that the dog stay in a doggy hotel for the week. That has not gone over well with his mother-in-law, and we're not sure where his wife stands on all this. 216-474-0104. Is Thomas the bleep hole? Your call's next. It's Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we're talking about the dilemma of Thomas, who really got his Thanksgiving week off to a great start when his in-laws rolled into town on Saturday with their seven-pound Maltese dog. Little dog that Thomas did not know they were bringing, and now he's upset. Yeah. And his wife didn't know either. These are his wife's parents. And they never mentioned. I, do you think the the in laws just kind of assumed that they thought they would be bringing the dog? I don't know. Yeah, probably. But Thomas wasn't having it. He's like, that dog is not staying here. And his in laws actually had to to go find a border last second, and, and they found some space. And so now the dog this week will be staying at a border here in the area. Yeah, it's just rough. And Thomas is kind of he hasn't really talked to anybody since Saturday because he was at the he was watching the Browns game yesterday. And he's at work today and uh, he's wondering, am I really the bleep hole for forcing my in-laws to board their dog? Uh, let's go to Dina in Seven Hills. Dina, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Is I Thomas think it's rude to show up with a pet to somebody's house and not even ask their permission? But if it's your in-laws, is that change things? Does that change the equation? I don't care who it is. They should not bring their dog. Okay, so would you have done exactly what Thomas did? Probably not, but it would have been limited probably to the basement in an area. Okay, Okay. so you would make the dog be in a designated area for the week? More than likely, yes. I mean, that's not... Yeah, I feel like that's actually probably a pretty good compromise. Lydia's in Chardon. Lydia, good morning. You have a, a good compromise slash suggestion as well. Is that right? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I was thinking that, I mean, I've, I've dog sat for a, a family member and they also had a small, small dog and I didn't think it was going to be an issue. And that dog ended up peeing and biting things as well. So I was thinking maybe, you know, they could compromise and get, you know, a, a cheap little cage and, and have the dogs, you know, stay in the cage or like the previous lady said, like a designated area would be ideal. I mean, you don't want to start drama before Thanksgiving, but when it comes to tearing up your your stuff at home, you know, that that's kind of a problem. Right. Thank you, Lydia. I like that solution. I do too. Um because I think I I think that Thomas is the bleep hole here. You think Thomas is? I do. And I'm not excusing what his wife's parents have done by bre- 
I agree with everybody. Yes, you should never bring a dog to anybody else's home without permission, even if it's your daughter and your son-in-law. Mm-hmm. Still, it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah, you're saying just let it go. It's family. You've got to put up with a lot of stuff that your family does through the course of your lifetime. Yeah. And you have to tolerate it and you have to make adjustments to it because that's what you do when you have family. And I, I say know, I say family over everything because someday you might need those in-laws to do something for you. Yeah, but you also have to set an expectation because if he doesn't say anything about this now and they continue to have family get-togethers, they're going to think the norm is that it's okay for the dog to come over and do whatever. Oh, I believe he set the expectation. I don't think that the in-laws are ever going to be bringing their dog <laughs> from Illinois <laughs> right, to, right, to right. here. Um, uh, without boarding the dog first. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. I think they have to find a compromise. I He's being a little dramatic, in my personal opinion. Like, it doesn't have to go that far. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be that mad. Um, but the in-law should also respect it's his house. Here's an interesting perspective from the text. Uh, 216-474-0104. Sorry, but pets are family, too. If my dog isn't welcome, then you're saying I'm not welcome. If the dog is supervised then it shouldn't destroy anything. I would never board my dog where it could get sick or catch something from another dog. And there is like a a dog illness thing going on is around there? too. Just like it, it seems like everybody's getting sick. Like people everybody's are getting sick. Everybody's dog is getting sick. Yeah, dogs are getting sick right <laughs> oh, now no, too. Oh, like don't say that. Kennel cough and everything else. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you have to, you just have to deal with it. Like Lydia said, get a cage, supervise the dog. It's just one week. And then, right, we can make it. It's not the end of the world. Maybe loosen up a little bit, Thomas, but I don't think he's the bleep hole. Sounds like it's going to be a long week for Thomas. Yeah, yeah, really. I think. Yeah, best of luck to you, buddy. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Good morning. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now... Monday morning, Victory Monday with the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Battle of the Burbs is coming up. AJR tickets this week, right? Yes. And a Hollywood dirt sheet, all things entertainment with Morgan. Let's do it. Patrick Mahomes explains the importance of trailer. That's what they're calling them these days. So Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes commented on his teammate Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift. Mahomes says it's a huge deal, but it's a bigger deal to fans than to the team members, saying it's not a distraction for them. I think it becomes a bigger deal to the fan bases than it does to the guys that are actually in the building. But I think when you meet the people, um, and and I've been lucky enough to meet Taylor and see how good of a person she is, I think you, you understand why it's not become a distraction or anything like that. And Patrick's wife is hanging out with Taylor oh, all the time. BFFs. I wonder how much interaction Patrick's gotten with Taylor. Probably a lot. She's hanging so? out with Brittany a lot. Um, and tonight it's meet the parents, right? Right, right, right. right. The Kelseys are meeting the Swifts at, on Monday Night Football. Yep, in the sweep. Exciting times.
Suki Waterhouse is pregnant, expecting her first child with Robert Pattinson. So following weeks of rumors, the Daisy Jones and the Six actress confirmed the news while performing over the weekend in Mexico City. She says, I decided to wear something uh, particularly sparkly because I thought it might distract you from something else that's going on. She gestures towards a baby bump, uh, which she says, I'm not sure if it's working. Uh, the two have been linked since 2018, so congratulations to them. In streaming news, Nicole Kidman seemingly confirms Big Little Lies Season 3. So Nicole Kidman hinted at a possible third season during a Q&A at the CME Group Tour Championship. She mentioned, we will be bringing you a third one, just FYI, uh, sparking some excitement among fans. However... Sources from Deadline suggest there are no concrete conversations about a new season. Big Little Lies left viewers with a cliffhanger at the end of its second season in 2019. Were you a Big Little Lies fan? No. I don't think I've seen one episode. I was. I binged it in quarantine, obviously, because the last season was in 2019. But in order for me to get rehyped about this, I would have to go back and watch it again because I don't remember what the cliffhanger was. I think that's going to be a problem with a lot of shows that are going to be coming out in the next few years. Yeah. I do not remember yeah. the first season or the first two seasons. Yeah, I mean, there's too much lag time, and and there will be, especially now with this actor strike. Right. Well, now's the perfect time to go back and binge watch it, so... Anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Battle of the Burbs and a chance to win AJR tickets next. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Thanksgiving week on Battle of the Burbs. Let's meet our contestants. We have Anne and Wellington, a graduate of MacArthur High School in Hollywood, Florida. Anne, good morning. Good morning. And welcome. Let's go to Megan in Aurora, who's going to be your challenger. Megan's a graduate of Avon High School. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. It's a best of five question challenge. Your name is your buzzer. So before you answer, make sure you say your name so we can know who gets the question right or wrong. Uh, Here we go with question number one. Which American Idol winner sings the NFL Sunday Night Football theme song? Megan. I think Megan. I heard Megan too just by a smidge. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood is correct. Question number two. What high school subject did Walter White teach on Breaking Bad? Megan. Megan? English? It wasn't English. And do you have a guess? Uh, Algebra. It's not algebra. Do you know it? Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Who got it the second time around? Oh, I think I do know it. Chemistry was the correct answer yep. there. Yep. So, Megan, you have one, and you have yet to get on the board. Question number three. What are the initials of the Browns' backup quarterback that played yesterday? Megan. Megan? DTR. DTR is correct. Okay, and you have to get this next question right to stay alive in the game. If you miss it, you are out. Megan, if you get it, you will win. Question number four. What A-list actor reprised his lead role as Maverick in the Top Gun sequel? Megan. Megan. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Sorry, Ann. Good job, Megan. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. The plot of Breaking Bad would have been so different if Walter White would have taught algebra. <laughs> algebra. <laughs> yeah. Or English. Yeah. Or English, yeah. yeah. Completely different stuff. <laughs> Thank you so yep. much, Megan. You have tickets for AJR. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening this morning. Olivia Rodrigo, Q104. I've heard from you in a always holds me back. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, it's the Q Morning Show. Do you know how to defrost a turkey? I have no idea. Because our family turkey, at this moment, is in my freezer. We bought it at Costco. It's It's... Downstairs in my, because we have a large freezer downstairs in our basement and we bought it and I needed to get it over to my sister's for Thanksgiving. Uh huh. I think you just take it out and unthought it, right? No, according to this. So I was, I texted her last night and said, Stacy, I have the turkey. I'm supposed to bring it over to you because Paul has been yelling at me that I need to get it over to you because it needs to start defrosting. Okay. And she wasn't home last night, so it's still in my freezer this morning. And I was thinking, do I just take it out of the freezer and just put it on top of the freezer or something like that and, right. and let it defrost? No, do not do that. Do not leave it on the counter because if a frozen turkey sits out at room temperature for more than two hours, the outer layer will reach the danger zone. The danger zone. Which is the temperature when foodborne bacteria rapidly rapidly multiplies not the danger zone so don't defrost the turkey in the garage or on the porch in a grocery bag you can put it in the fridge or in a cold water bath a cold water (laughs) bath yeah that one's funny to me too (laughs) who's doing that put it in a tub and you're like all right guys that's it yeah nobody can use the tub or the shower this week (laughs) because that's for the turkey oh that's good yeah learn something every day i come to work i learn every day that's what we're here for You've got Q104 this morning. Happy Thanksgiving week. That's I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, it's the Q Morning Show. I think that when we look back on this Brown season, like I, I don't know if we're actually feeling it now. Maybe we're starting to feel it now, but I think we're going to look back on this year, regardless of what happens, right. regardless of how this season ends. And we're going to feel the magic. I mean, hopefully we go all the way, but but if we make it to the playoffs and we get lose in the first round or something like that, I still think we're going to look at this year as a special year. Yeah. Because of, in my opinion, because of all the adversity that the Browns are overcoming this year with all the injuries of Nick Chubb and now Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And it feels like being a longtime Browns fan, whenever the Browns would face any level of, of adversity. They would just fold. Yes. They and would just not anymore. Fall down. Now they are just fighting. Yes. Until the end. Last minute win against the 49ers. Last minute win against the Ravens last week and yesterday. Extra emotional yesterday because it was the return of another fighter to the radio broadcast booth yesterday. Jim Donovan uh, back in the booth yesterday to calm the game. Now, before the game, they get the whole crowd fired up. They bring out a celebrity that usually smashes the guitar. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, that was Jim Donovan. For the second time, Jim Donovan has smashed that guitar, and this crowd is going nuts. Could you imagine that moment for him? 
what he must have felt in that moment. I, I can't imagine. I know. To be honest with you. And I guess as soon as the game started, because after after he smashed the guitar, then Jim had to go up to the actually up to the booth to go start calling the game. This was the first play of the game. And I guess the fans that have their seats right around the booth were letting Jimmy know, hey, we're we're glad you're back. In the shotgun, takes the snap, looks, screen pass set up, near side left, bubble screen over the 40, out to the 42-yard line as he dumped it off to the left sideline. You can hear the people outside our booth right Aww. now acknowledging the return of the GOAT, the voice Jim Donovan. Aww. What an environment we got Unbelievable. here. That's awesome. And, of course, the game-winning call yesterday. It's a 34-yard field goal attempt. Five seconds to go. Here we go. Snaps it back. Ball down. Hopkins into it. Flag down. Kick is up. And the kick is good! With two seconds left. And Dustin Hopkins puts the Browns ahead 13-10. Listen to Brown Stadium. Oh, my gosh. I love it. How lucky are we that we have two iconic Radio announcers in this town, Jim Donovan for the Browns and Tom Hamilton for the for the Guardians. We're lucky. We are are lucky to have him. Welcome back, Jim. And yesterday, another touching moment uh, that we don't have audio for, but the video of it is incredible. It's uh, Jim walking into the locker room and Coach Kevin Stefanski coming over and handing Jim a game ball. Oh, stop. It's too early. It's too early to. Keep crying on a Monday. A day that uh, he will never forget. What I'm an sure. amazing day. You want to get into holiday tipping? <laughs> I think you do a little bit, right? Well, I, I read this article. I mean, tipping right now is out of control. Yeah, it is. And now that the holidays are here, I think it's going to get even crazier and, at least for me, more confusing. Because right. I'm reading this list of people that should get holiday tips and it's people that I didn't even, it never even you occurred didn't to me. consider it at all. That I need to tip them. So we'll, we're getting into holiday tipping, and we'd love to get your opinion on this as well. That's next on the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So here is that article that I found about tipping, specifically during the holidays. And I believe that a lot of this is sourced from Emily Post and and her etiquette school or whatever it is. Tipping right now, I feel, is a little out of control. Yeah, I feel like it is. I mean, we talk about this all the time where you don't know where to tip. You don't know how much to tip. I don't know who Emily Post is. Who's Emily Post? Uh, she's really into etiquette. Okay. But that's, that's really she's all you need. She's the expert is what you need to know? I believe so. Okay. So we can either listen to what she says or ignore her. Okay. <laughs> um, so I do have a list of, of... So this is specifically holiday tipping. I mean, I know we're tipping year-round now, but this is a little extra that, you're, that you should provide to certain key people in your life over the holidays. Okay. Some of these I agree with. Some of these I've never even thought of. Let's start with your letter carrier. You should tip your letter carrier uh, anything less than $20, it says, but no cash. So don't what? Don't give cash. Just maybe, maybe a gift card, okay. something like that. Why no cash? You know, it doesn't say why no cash. This is why I hate these things. They always have so many demands of you, and then they never tell you why. Hmm. I, I should, uh, yeah, I'll look that up. If I have time, I'll look that up again to see why you shouldn't tip your letter carrier cash. I don't know how I would give it to them. 
either. Right. I'd have it's to like, ca- Yeah, it's not like they ever hand it specifically to you. And my mailbox is weird where it's just a slot into my house. So it's not like I can leave it in the slot. They'll never know to look for it. Right. So I'd almost have to like watch out for them when they when they swing by. And that's not what you want. Uh, let's jump to child's teacher. I wholeheartedly endorse. Uh, it just says thoughtful gift. So I don't sure. I yeah. don't know what that means. I would say uh, base it off of you know how uh, unruly your child is and, and go from there. <laughs> right. Stylist or barber? Yeah, you don't tip your barber. I would never have thought to give my barber a holiday gift. So what you're supposed to do is tip your barber the cost of one visit. So for instance, no. if, if I go see my barber and I give him. I think it's like 26 bucks to get my hair cut. Right. I would tip him 26 bucks no, for the holidays. Uh, that is ridiculous. That's what you're supposed to do for your stylist or barber. According to who? What's her name? Emily Post. She won't tell us why. She just will tell us that we have to. I think it's a good idea. If you have a, re- a year-round relationship with this person, I think it's a good idea to maintain the relationship. I don't to- know. I just, a whole other visit, like that just mm-hmm. seems excessive to me. Just give them a generous tip, whatever you find generous. You're also supposed to do the same thing with your personal trainer if you have one of those. Okay, don't have one of those. So, <laughs> like some of these are a little, like these aren't for average people. Clearly, um, like your, <laughs> like it has a, a a list here for uh, your live-in nanny or your okay. or your au pair. And We're I, like sorry. But a lot of people have a babysitter, a regular babysitter. So yeah. if you if you do have one, you're supposed to tip uh, one evening, whatever it is for for one evening out. Tip your your babysitter that, and give them a small gift from the kids. I don't understand. That's what's recommended. Well, now it's going to get really confusing, oh, or at least for me. Um, how about your grocery? You do the the grocery delivery, right? I do the pickup. Okay, so for your grocery delivery person... I'm not tipping them. ...curbside pickup person... I am not tipping them. Anywhere between 10 and $30. No. Okay, now I'm going to just... I'm going to talk about both of these here uh, because it's, it's really... I have the same question. Your FedEx, UPS, or Amazon driver, and also your trash and recycling person. Okay, so let's... I don't even see any of these people. That's what I'm saying. So... We get a lot of deliveries to the house, a lot of Amazon deliveries, right? Yeah. It's never the same person. Never. So how are you supposed to tip that person? If if it's I think that you you can tip your Amazon driver if it's the same guy that comes to your house. Yeah, but there's no way to know that either unless you're like really paying attention, but who who pays that much attention? And here's what Emily Post says to get your Amazon driver a basket of prepackaged goods. Okay, Emily. What are you, Santa Claus? Like, who is this woman? Like, if you leave, like, a basket of goodies on your front porch, like, the Amazon driver is supposed to know to take that with them? It's too much. Look, people are struggling in today's economy to even get presents for their immediate family. I am not going out of my way. I mean, of course, I feel like I'm always a good tipper, like, because I know that I, I can. So even if my meal's like, what, $10, $10 I'll give like mm-hmm. five or 10, even though 20% is technically, you know, $1. But to do like a whole other thing where you have to give them a gift basket or $50, it's too much. I don't understand the trash in the recycling person either, because 
I don't know who they are. I never see them. I know when Trash Day is and Trash goes out. But, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Clip cash to the the trash bag? Right. You can't do that. So it says in the article that you're supposed to meet them in person. Well, I can't. I don't even know when it is. And what if it's... Right. Am I supposed to take a day off work to go meet them to give them $10? This is ridiculous. But it's it's etiquette. I don't know. 216-474-0104. Do you... Do you subscribe to any of this? Like, as far as holiday tipping, like, do you go the extra mile to tip anyone that we've mentioned on the list? Or is there somebody on the list that we didn't mention that we should be tipping? Yeah. And tell us how much. Like, because I think all of this is way too much. Yeah. What's your take on all this? 216-474-0104. You've got Q104 this morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now, Morgan and Bill. We're talking about holiday tipping. So this is not just regular tipping, but are you supposed to tip more over the holiday season? And who and how much? And there's a million questions that we have right now. Yeah, according to this article, you are supposed to tip extra over the holidays for specific people in your life who do services, like your grocery delivery driver or your babysitter. Uh, I think... I think this is going to turn into a general discussion about tipping in a second. But first, let's talk about, I believe we're going to talk about uh, your the letter carrier, your, your mail person, your postal worker. Uh, Lindsay's in LaGrange. Lindsay, good morning. Good morning. What do you want to say about tipping for the postal workers? So I know tipping is not, it's not a recommended thing in the postal world, according to our supervisors, but it's always super appreciative. I mean, I know walking and, you know, we're walking in the snow and so is, you know, UPS and FedEx and stuff like that. And I know you made the um, statement, of course, you never have the same person for any of that, but your letter carrier is the same person every single day, five days a week. I mean, I'm in in my thirties and I've had the same mail carrier at my parents' house since I was like, five years old so you know yeah so we always just make um you know like cookies and candy and buckeyes and stuff like that uh they always appreciate anything like that um just something that's like a little thoughtful gift okay so i instead of maybe tipping yeah but Lindsay, i need to actually meet my letter carrier correct because no you don't even have to do that you can leave it like right outside like a little if you wanted to like put like a little uh envelope like with your cookies or whatever you want and put it right by your mailbox or in your mailbox with the flag up they will get it i could do that you don't even have to meet them you don't have to go out of your way to say hey you know and they will appreciate it i'll get a big sign so they know it's for them that's what i'll do no i'm serious um, i'll I'll make a big sign that says for you Letter carrier. Definitely appreciate it. I mean, you know, especially during the holidays, you know, I'm everybody's working crazy hours, but a lot of people are working, I know, you know, ten, twelve hours, you know, of course we're in daylight savings time now, so it's when they go to work it's pitch blackout. When they come home from work it's pitch blackout. So, you know. Thank you, Lindsay. Appreciate you calling this morning. Diane, what do you do for your mailman? Diane's in uh, Willoughby this morning. Hi, good morning. Yes, um, our mailman, I know that he loves beef jerky. So if you go now, how to... how do you know that? <laughs> how did you learn that about your... Always, is he always chopping out a jerky stick when he's walking down the street? 
Actually, I was picking up, um, I saw him on the road and I needed to get my package Is he, and he hadn't gotten to our house yet. Mm-hmm. So as I saw him, yeah, he was munching on jerky. So that's why I knew him. And I go to Tommy's Jerkies uh-huh. in Menor. And I think they also have it in like, um, I don't know, the other town. But they have little mailbox style gift boxes. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's really cute. So I go there and I get beef jerky, just the general ones, because I never know, you know, what he likes exactly. And that's his Christmas present. And then Morgan, as far as the hairstylist, I actually double tip. Double? So I don't do the cost of, you know, a hair service because I get my hair colored. But whatever my tip is, I double it. And then that's their gift that, you know, for the holidays. Yeah, I just feel like it depends on the person, you know, like how much can you afford at this moment in time? I feel like any extra is going to be appreciated by people in your life. I'm imagining Diane's letter carrier. He's like, man, I ate jerky one time. (laughs) And now I get it every (laughs) year. year. Uh, Karen is in, I don't know where Karen is. Yeah, we didn't get her city. Karen's uh, in a wind tunnel. That's where Karen is. Hey, Karen, could you go... uh, We'll check in with you in a second. If you could go phone to ear, I think we'll be able to hear you better. In the meantime, we'll go over to Molly and Vermillion. Molly, good morning. Good morning. What did you want to say about tipping this morning? So as a, I used to be a babysitter and now work in education, the small gift from a child is mm-hmm. truly heartwarming. Yeah. So it makes us like, especially in education, it reminds us, you know, they do care and the parents do see us. So that's a big thing, at least to me. <laughs> yeah, Molly, th- um, I was I was just bringing up teachers as because they were on the list. But to me, it's not even debatable. My all of the teachers are getting a gift somehow. A hundred percent. Like I give my daughter's now in middle school, and I still give gifts. Like she, I mean, she has six different teachers, but I mm-hmm. feel they all deserve something. They all have a place that they're doing something for her. And they're they're helping mold our future, so why not? (laughs) Thank you, Molly. Appreciate you calling this morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. You too. All right. Now we'll check in with Karen. Karen. Yes. (laughs) You're a little fired up over tipping this morning? I am. You know, I I fly a lot, and I'm flying during the holidays, and I am annoyed. It's bad enough that I'm paying $8 for a can of soda, but (laughs) they want to tip. Now when they, you know, they only take credit cards and when they hand you your little computer now, like at Starbucks, it says, you know, how much do you want to tip? I have not experienced that on a flight. Have you, Morgan? Uh, I mean, you take some international yeah, flights. Only um, specific airlines. Okay. Because a lot of times, you know, if you if you fly certain airlines, you can get stuff for free. But there are some airlines out there that anything, even if you want a bottle of water or a snack or whatever, it's going to cost you. Okay. All right, <laughs> Karen. Oh, and, hey, Morgan, a little um, something that, that you'll be able to relate to on this. I know you don't know who Emily Post is, but the Emily Post mansion is what you, what was Mar-a-Lago, or what Mar-a-Lago is now. Oh, oh. Trump, Trump bought the Emily Post mansion and turned it into Mar-a-Lago. Interesting. But Mar-a-Lago, yes, used to be the Emily Post mansion. Well, that's a little fun yeah, fact. there's a fun fact for your uh, Monday. I bet you I bet you that's going to be a battle of the burbs question tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the All wheels right. are turning. Thank you everyone for calling. It's Q104. May. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Victory Monday with the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill 
The Muni Lot was electric yesterday. We're going to play Muni Lot match game coming up in about 10 minutes. All things entertainment right now. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet. Uh, the 2023 Billboard Music Awards were last night, and nobody knew that it happened. No. I mean, it was too much. We were riding high on that Browns win, and then the Cavs played last night. I I forgot about Billboard Music Awards. Well, and it wasn't on cable television, which I thought was a little strange. It was streamed online, so there wasn't a lot of hype around it. But Taylor Swift won 10 awards. Uh, Morgan Wallen won the most with... 11. So Taylor Swift did win top artist, and then Morgan Wallen won top male artist. Mariah Carey won the Chart Achievement Award for her hit, All I Want for Christmas is You. How many times have you heard that song as of November 20th, 8.40 a.m.? How many times this year? Yeah. None this year. Really? I've heard it at least three times. No. Which isn't bad. Three isn't bad. Like right now, I'm avoiding Christmas music, so if I hear it, it's because I walked you into run. someplace. Yeah, you run the other way. I was am- I was ambushed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is kind of spilling the tea on how the teammates of the Kansas City Chiefs star Travis Kelsey feel about his relationship with Taylor Swift. Um, Patrick Mahomes, who is the quarterback, says it's not a huge deal. It's a bigger deal to the fans than it is to the team members. I think it becomes a bigger deal to the fan bases than it does to the guys that are actually in the building. But I think when you meet the people, um, and and I've been lucky enough to meet Taylor and see how good of a person she is, I think you understand why it's not become a distraction or anything like that. We'll see how much of a distraction it is tonight because Taylor's parents are supposed to meet Travis's parents in the suite at the game. Are they also going to have Thanksgiving dinner together this week? <laughs> I don't know, I but mean, I bet we will see at least one headline article about it. Yeah. So, When is this going to end? Time will tell. Um, word is that Kanye West and Bianca Sensori are taking a break after a reported intervention by her friends. The couple may or may not have officially gotten married last December, but sources are spilling the tea saying that the couple have been apart since mid-October. The insider added... Her family has never been a fan of Ye, and those close to her have questioned whether marrying him was the right decision. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there, and always on the free Odyssey app. Play along with the Muni Lot Match Game, next. You said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. Oh my God, you guys. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. What? I found my driver's license. Oh, no way. Good timing with that song. There it is. Where was it? So it was in my car. It was not underneath my seat, but it fell to the left of the driver's seat in between the door and this little crevice. It fell underneath there. Hate the crevice. And I just looked closely, and there it was. My driver's license. Okay. So we're back in business there. All right, we're playing the Muni Lot match game. I had a chance to go to the Muni Lot yesterday before the Browns game. It was electric. It was so much fun. And I found many willing participants for the Muni Lot match game. So it's Morgan versus producer Stevie here. You guys know how to play. You just have to match the answer from whoever was at the Muni Lot. Pretty easy. So let's send it down to myself yesterday in the Muni Lot to find out today's first two-word phrase. All right, Morgan. All right, Bill. Thank you so much. It's Bill from yesterday. I'm in the Muni Lot right now. It is a brisk but sunny day, 46 degrees. It is game day in the land. 
I'm right now. I'm with who are you? What's Nic- your name? Nicole Varselli. Hey, Nicole. Who's your crew? I'm with John Rusick and Mark Rusipko. Do you have a feeling on who's winning today? Oh, the Browns. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you can swear. Okay. I can edit that out. <laughs> no problem at all. Okay, so the Muni Lot match game, it's a very easy game to play. It's, I'm going to give you a two-word phrase. One of those words is going to be blank. You just have to fill in the blank part, the first thing that comes to your head, okay? Okay. All right, okay. so Muni Lot match game, here we go. North blank. North blank. Think of your answer real quick. We'll send it back to the studio right now, and we'll get the contestant's answer. Do you know that? I know one person involved. Do you really? Yeah. I know John. And I've known him like my whole entire life. I think that's his girlfriend. I tell you what, man. This is a small town. <laughs> yes, it is. This is a big There's a lot of people in that and muni listen, lot. Listen, I know that they go hard in the tailgate paint. <laughs> so I have a feeling you had a fun time with them yesterday. Okay. So can you match them, though, however? Okay. I forget. The word was North, North. Blank, right? North yes. Blank. Stevie, what? Did you come up with? West. Northwest. Okay, what iconic. Do you have, Morgan? Uh, North Pole. I'm going to go with Pole. North I'm Pole. I'm shocked you didn't go with Northwest. I figured one of us would, yeah. so I'll leave it up to you. Let's see what Nicole said. All right, Nicole, North Blank. What do you think? Northeast Ohio. Oh. Northeast Ohio. <laughs> that was deep. Yeah, great answer. Great All answer. All right. Oh, for one. The board goes back. Let's find another contestant at the Muni Lot. I'm here with Rachel at the Muni Lot. It's Muni Lot match game. Okay, Rachel, your two-word phrase. Keep blank. Keep blank. Hang on with your answer. We'll send it back to the studio to get our answers there. Keep blank. Okay, I got it. Stevie? I put swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> In what context would you need to do that? Like Finding if you're a- Nemo. Oh. It's always a pop culture reference with you. Like, what is this? <laughs> Earlier you were singing Britney Spears. I know. Now you're watching Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. That's great. What'd you say, Morgan? Um, I was going with the brown spirit yesterday, so I said keep believing. Keep believing. Let's see what the answer is. Rachel, keep blank. What do you got? Keep drinking. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the answer at the muni lot. Right. <laughs> Okay. Uh, one more chance to get a match here. We go back to the Muni Lot. All right, what's your name? Nicole. So here is your two-word phrase for the Muni Lot match game. Blank pie. Blank pie. All right, so let's send it back to the studio to get our contestants' answer. Blank pie. First one came to mind was Apple. Apple pie, says producer Stevie Morgan. I'm going to go with the pop culture reference this time and say American. American mm. pie. Art. What's your answer? Pumpkin pie. Oh, oh Nicole says pumpkin pie. It is Thanksgiving. Why don't we think of that? Oh, we're so bad at this game. Uh, we're so bad. Oh, not a match. Fun. However, it was a fun day at the Muni lot yesterday. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.